Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to yet another Third Life Crisis podcast episode. We are ready to get this one started, and we hope you guys enjoy it. My name is John Michael, and as usual, I have two of my best friends here with me today, Cassie and Austin. What's going on, guys? How are you guys doing? Hey. Hey. Today is Monday, March 8th, and today is not an ordinary podcast recording. We thought we'd do something a little different and go live on our hosting site, Podbean. So if you want to attempt to catch us next time we go live, because we're also recording this as our weekly podcast, head over to podbean.com and just follow our podcast. Uh, You can search Third Life Crisis. And then uh, we'll also be posting it on social media at 3RD Life Podcast on uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram also. Um, and we'll announce when we go live as well. So now that we got all that out of the way, let's we can get this show on the road here. What do you guys want to talk about first? Not everybody at once. I'm sorry. Was that, was that going to me? Okay. This is why we don't do live. <laughs> the hours of silence in between. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't tell them about this beforehand. Can you imagine somebody listening to this live and they'd be like, oh, I remember. I, uh, I put it out on Facebook right now. Oh, no. Don't do that. <laughs> that was a bad idea. And you might hear my baby crying in the background. <laughs> You'll let us know if someone pops on, right? You, you, you're you able to see that? I think so. Uh, I should no probably go to that screen, on. right? No one's going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If someone pops on, we can just greet them real quick. But anyway... After Austin does his wonderful editing, you won't hear a lot of these silences and, you know, we just, Austin usually has to do a lot of editing. It's not just one perfect take. So, <laughs> we'll deal with that. How you, how, how you guys doing? What, what's, uh, what's going on with you two? Same thing that was going on last week, John. Nothing. I'm Still trying kidding. to take over the world. No? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just saw on Twitter right before we were about to get on that... On the HBO Max uh, app, that some people, when they went in to purchase the Tom and Jerry movie, they actually got shown the Snyder Cut. Come on. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. No. I don't know how quickly uh, they caught it. So people, so people already watched it then? Yeah, I don't know if they caught it quickly and pulled it. <laughs> it's a long movie. How much did they get through? That's, <laughs> That's true. true. It's like a four-hour and two-minute movie, which is insane. It's a brand-new movie. Like he shot so many new things. It's it has to Joker for Christ's sake. Yeah, I feel like he pulled out all the stops to try to make this one better. I don't know. John, can you imagine you're trying to play that for your little girl, and then a Snyder cut comes on? You'd be like, oh dang. <laughs> Oh, losing his mind <laughs> and Juliet be like Where, where's Tom and Jerry <laughs> Caesar watched Tom and Jerry uh, our friend Caesar so he didn't say anything he said the movie wasn't that great but mm. not fast yeah enough. I heard it wasn't good at all like it was mainly and this happens with a lot of like movies when it deals with like a uh, cartoon or like kind of like a monster it mainly focuses on the humans, which I get it right there, like alive actors. But that's always a weird thing. But I heard that Tom and Jerry aren't in the movie for as much as you would think they would be in the movie, or for as long as you would think they would be in the movie. Really? 
Yeah. Same thing happened with like Godzilla. The one that came out, what, four or five years ago? Like Godzilla's only in it for a short period of time. The majority of the movie takes place through the lives of the human actors. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. We'll see. Godzilla's another one coming out on HBO Max in a few weeks. Godzilla, Snyder Cut, and Mortal Kombat all come out this month. This so month? Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, wait. Wow. No, maybe Mortal Kombat's in April. April, like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I wanted to, uh, looking at the show docket here, just uh, just random topics, I wanted to talk about, I, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but, well, I, well, actually, Austin knows that I sometimes go through this, but cramps. Is this a gripe? I see. No, it's not a gripe. Uh, but, dude, last night, actually, the past couple nights, I'll be asleep, and I'll wake up, and my foot is uh, rotated to the mm. right about, I don't know, 45 degrees. And it's just like a cramp up up my calf. And I, I okay, don't know your where. calf. Yeah, yeah. My calf is causing my foot to turn. And it's oh, just goodness. locked. Oh, and I wake up and I'm like in the excruciating pain. And I'm trying not to wake up the baby. And I look at Jessica and she just like is half asleep. So, you know, she doesn't care. She gave me some water last night, but she's like, please go in the other room and scream. <laughs> this has been an ongoing thing for the past probably week. Not every night, but almost every night. I know you don't like doctors, but you should probably see a doctor. <laughs> I've been trying to drink a lot more water, which I have been like, this is probably the most water I've drank in my life the past couple months. You're and drinking like, your two step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not working. So I don't know. Y'all get random cramps at night. Nope. In your extremities. <laughs> no, I rarely get cramps on my body. When I do, I, yeah, I do try to like drink more water. Have you tried eating like bananas? Wait, do you like bananas? Pickle juice. Pickle juice. Uh, pickle juice. Not. I won't. I won't do pickle juice. I've mm. heard that obviously works. I'll eat a banana. I haven't done it, but I will eat a banana. I would, I guess, but uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I would, but I haven't. <laughs> just, just, just always suggests the banana, and I just I ride out the pain, and then I kind of walk it off, and then I'm sore the next day. And but so yeah, since dude, Austin suggested the banana, you're like, oh, well, you know, it's a great <laughs> idea, Jessica. A banana. Yeah, so I just wanted to bring that up. I don't know if that's part of getting old. Like, does that sound normal to y'all? Like cramps in the middle of the night, like on your in your legs. I'm not a no. doctor, so. <laughs> Ooh. You should get that checked out because it could be something. With your blood blood it, pressure? What What is that? What is that from, babes? Yeah, blood pressure. Your veins, like not being able to properly circulate the blood. Hmm. I guess. Because it's not, it's not like you're doing a lot of like manual labor, right? No. <clears throat> Look at him. No. He's, <laughs> He's in a gamer chair right now. You know, I don't do a lot of that. Um. I was out earlier that day fishing with the guys, but Jess said it was probably because I was dehydrated, but I was drinking a lot of waters, a lot of beers. And it's like, it's not, it wasn't like excruciating heat or anything. We weren't like drenched in sweat, you know, but you're old. I don't think it was that. That's what I was, that's what I was trying to hint at. Like, is it because we're getting older, but you, y'all said, no, it's not a, something that's normal. (laughs) I think people are surprised when they find out like, how easy it is for them to become dehydrated. Like, 
you always hear the uh, the, the fact beer wasn't of helping. right, but you always hear the fact of if you're thirsty, like that's not your body telling you that oh we're gonna become dehydrated. Like no, if you're thirsty, that's because you are already dehydrated. It's too late. Yeah. And Powerade? Do you not drink like Gatorades or? I drank an eight pack of Powerade in like four days last week. And you still got cramps? Yeah. You should see a doctor. <laughs> or try the banana first. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably try banana before I go see a doctor. I don't want to see a doctor. Like, I just don't like going to the doctor. Yeah, but if it's something serious, you want to catch it before it gets worse. And pay that copay? No thanks. <laughs> that copay that might save your life? <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. John's like, my foot can take more twisting. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a symptom of something else that could be wrong right like that no yeah you're right it could be if if i continue to feel bad like if this we'll do a, we'll do a checkup in a week next time we record and, and release an episode we'll find out if how worse it's gotten or not john do you have a will <laughs> i don't <laughs> okay just checking people in their 30s don't think of wills do they I knew, but I've just put it off. <laughs> yeah. I had life insurance, but I've put it off. Well, don't don't you have life insurance through your company, through whatever job you have? Yeah, but I don't think that's enough. You want Vinny and Giuseppe to be well off? Well, we use both our incomes to pay for this <laughs> extravagant lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be screwed if Austin died. I'd be like, oh, well. I guess I'm living on the streets now. <laughs> See, I don't I don't know about that either. Like I don't know when I would ever pay for life insurance until like I get older, but I'm sure it gets more expensive then. Yeah. Well, an accident's happen, right? Especially when you don't go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> if they start asking for like medical background checks and stuff like that for you to be approved, that's where you might get, <laughs> you know, less bang for your buck. Yeah. So what? what's the right age for life insurance then? Now. I think now, there's yeah. different There's different types of policies, right? So that you don't have to pay for a policy your whole life. You can do, I wouldn't recommend doing like a term policy, but there's some that are set up where you can pay them off and pay them off in 10 years. And it's basically like you're investing money. So your money will grow with you. There's some that are term where it's like just X amount of time will cover you. We'll lock you in at this rate. Once it expires, you have to renew. Of course, you'll be older, so they'll give you a higher payment. So first, Cassie's giving doctor's advice. Now she's giving life insurance advice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll let, I'll let Jessica worry about that. And whenever it's time, it's time. Yeah, it's just a thing of like Cassie said, if one of us were to pass, it would... Um, it would help out more than what we are getting from our employment to help pay for, you know, funeral costs, the house, car, what you know, whatever. I think now is the time, and we've talked about it like here and there off and on. We just never have sat down to write out a will, uh, sign up for life insurance, but I know we need to, and we always discuss it like at least once every I don't know, a couple of months. 
Really? See, I've, I've never thought about it until you guys brought it up right now. Like, again, us being in our young 30s, why, in my mind, why should I think about that? But I guess... <laughs> I mean, freak accidents happen all the time. And... Well, I don't travel anymore, but, like, I used to travel a lot for work. Yeah, I guess, too, the type of lifestyle you live. If you're a, what do you call it, adrenaline junkie? You think those guys have life insurance? <laughs> I mean, you just never know, right? Like, it takes us it takes us four hours to get down to San Antonio. Like, you can get in be in a car accident any time. It could be a sudden something, you know? You just never know. Yeah. I think the other reason we think about it a lot is because we watch a lot of crime shows. And no, that is not why. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, obviously yes, a... it is. It's I, so life insurance and having a will that should be number one when you're married, right? Like, it's not just because of crime shows. Like, I'm not going to kill you off for money. No, but I'm saying it comes up in conversation a lot with us because we watch crime shows and the motive for what? Probably like a third of these is money. That gives life insurance like a bad connotation. Like that's not why people get life insurance so they can murder off their husband. They get it so they can protect <laughs> no. each other if something happens. I wouldn't be able to afford this house. Like I would definitely lose this house and have to move in with somebody because there's no way I'd be able to afford this. No, no, no. Okay, die. you... You took off your headphones I and walked barely away. Have enough, barely have enough money to bury you. You took off your headphones and walked away. I explained all that about paying for the house, the car, uh, the funeral. I explained all that. I'm just saying now, like just in normal conversation between me and you, when we're watching the crime shows, one of the motives oh, usually yeah, it's always, is... It's always money. It's always money. And so I just think in our conversation, it comes up more <laughs> because... Dude, people... I mean... Everyone knows people this. People get but carried like, away. People get carried away. They're like, yeah. "I'll take a two two million dollar. Like, I don't need two million dollars to cover my house." You know, it's. But if you run the numbers, it it adds up pretty quickly. Like, I used to work for a company that sell life insurance, and that stuff adds up quick. You're talking about student loans that aren't forgiven, your house, your car, to be buried. If you're mourning and you're not going back to work for three months or whatever, like you still got to pay bills. It's not expensive if Austin wants to be buried as a tree or something. Didn't you want to be a tree or something? I do want to be a tree. I still would not have income. <laughs> I don't care what he is. He's already dead. I have to live on the street. But if I'm on like be an apple tree. tree, I can give I can give you sustenance as an apple. Mm-hmm. I have to live under that tree. Tent. <laughs> And our Chop dogs. it down and use it for wood to build another house. Yeah, you don't uh-huh. care. I'm just, I'm gonna be the giving tree. <laughs> I have some money growing on that bad boy. <laughs> Anyways, you should get a will and life insurance. I'm. That, that's my PSA. If I had today. to, if I had to put an age on it, it'd be in my 40s when I would do that. Mid 40s. <sighs> You're paying too much already. <laughs> I'm a sucker at that point. Yeah. Well, then your leg's cramping up. Who knows what you have? Dehydration, <laughs> according to <laughs> according to y'all. Now we can move on here. Uh, what 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 other thing do y'all want to jump to here on the docket? So, uh, what's this murder among the Mormons? Who put that on here? I did. 
That's a show on Netflix that just came out like last week. Uh, three part documentary or three hours. Each episode's one hour. But it was just fascinating. Again, going back to Cassie and I listening to a lot of or watching a lot of murder mystery crime shows. I never heard about this uh, murder plot in Salt Lake, Salt Lake City, Utah. Basically, long story short, it has to do with the Mormons that are pretty much everywhere in Salt Lake City. And back in the day, and even now, there's like a high market for finding these artifacts from back in the 1800s when the church was founded. So to find like the written documents of their prophet, to find these books and uh, artifacts that were left from them and passed down to their children. Uh, there's a market to find these old artifacts. And this one guy, he found them, quote unquote, and was like in the in the business of like wheeling and dealing, selling them, finding new ones. And he was finding like these priceless ones or some that no one even knew existed. I don't want to spoil anything. Everyone should go look at it or watch the show. But it's just crazy that there was a market for this and that people were willing to kill for this. Some of the documents were like incriminating the church. And so people thought, well, is the church behind, you know, these murders? Uh, is it someone else behind these murders? Was a hit put out? It was just pretty fascinating because I had never heard of this story. Yeah. And you watched that on Netflix? Yeah. It was pretty good. It went by, it went by fast. And they, they spoke to a lot of people that were friends with the people that ended up passing away. So it was like first kind of, you know, comments from those people. So it was good. It reminded me a lot of um, The Ninth Gate. I don't have you seen that movie. Uh, I don't think I've, no, I've never seen that movie. He was real excited when he told me that. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I fall asleep during that movie every time. Because in the Ninth Gate, again, it's not the same at all because that has to deal with, like, the devil and stuff. But it the premise is, like, Johnny Depp is collecting these uh, ancient, not ancient, but these historical books. And, like, people are willing to kill and, like, search for them and do bad things for them. And it's kind of the same thing here where the people were, like, looking for these books and ended up doing some bad things for them. So it's just interesting because I've read a few books like that. The Ninth Gate is based off a book called uh, The Club Dumas, I believe. And so I've read that book and I've read a couple other books where it's about like these antiquity hunters that go and collect these rare books and kind of like Indiana Jones type thing, but with books. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting to see like that play out in real life and people actually murder for them. People are crazy. Yep. I see here that Mormons don't, they're not allowed to drink alcohol, do tobacco, drink coffee, anything with caffeine, tea, sodas. I'm sure they're not allowed to murder either, but you know. (laughs) That was overlooked. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but a lot of religions, they have like that same stuff where you can't drink or do stuff like that. So you recommend this? What's the rating on this? What do you give it? Oh, I probably give it like four out of five. Really? Better than the yeah. Cecil? Um, yes, just because Cecil 
the what eventually happens at the end of it, I agree with and it makes sense in my mind. This one, when I found out who was doing the murdering and why and when they interview these people, it more had me mind blown than the Cecil. Just because I didn't expect it to go that way. I'll, t- I'll take a look. I did see it come up and you're pretty good at watching them as soon as they come out. You know, when Netflix advertises it. So I always, whenever I see something like that, I'm, I try to watch it because I know you're going to watch it and I haven't seen this one yet. So I'll, I'll take a look at it. Who put, who put making dinner? What are we talking about here? I did. And uh, so I already forgot what it was about. <laughs> it happened this evening. <laughs> wow. Oh, no, no. Okay. I remember. Good thing remember. we don't have listeners live no, right no, no, now no, no. listening to this <laughs> treasure chest. I'm sure they left already. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, Thanks, no. Check John. this out. So yesterday we were at, uh, at one of Jessica's, who, who's my wife for everyone listening, one of her, uh, cu- it was her cousin's birthday yesterday, 21st birthday, right? So we took her a bottle and whatever, and we're eating there. And I went into the fridge to get some ice and I opened the, uh, the freezer and their, their freezer is, you know, it's, it's filled to the brim, right? And if it's, it, it reminded me of being a kid because it had everything and anything you could think of TV dinners you know, frozen, probably nuggets in the back, vegetables, hot pockets, like anything and everything. Right. And I started, I was telling Jessica today while we were eating dinner, you don't, you don't see fridges like that anymore, except I mean, anyone in my family anyway, because we, uh, we don't shop like that. Like we don't, we have a hard time making dinner as it is like making dinner is kind of a, what do you call it? A chore, a chore. It's tedious, right? Like, and, and so when I opened that freezer, it just took me back to being little to like going in there, getting 20 nuggets and, you know, just eating them. And, and that's a dinner instead of having to make a dinner now and take care of a one year old and, you know, cook from scratch pretty much for the chicken and pasta and everything. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm following you. <laughs> it's okay. I don't know if I can agree. I don't know what you're saying. I'm just saying like, uh. Well, I guess the point was, is it is it harder now to make dinner compared when you were little? Austin was raised pretty structured, I think, where they yes, do not mean every day. We we did not. Please do speak for that. yourself. All right. Well, <laughs> so we didn't do like a dinner sit down every single night. Like that wasn't a thing until I met Austin. I, I guess that's how real families are supposed to do it. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's how it wasn't either. Like we would do that, and then it stopped when we got older, like in high school and stuff. It was just like real quick, quick fast food or whatever. And then now, since I've since we've been married and uh, had a baby, like we cook a lot more. And I would prefer to go eat out more, but you know, it is what it is. You're not rich. You don't. You're not eating salads, though. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. For me, it. I don't think it's changed. I mean. Like Cassie was saying, uh, my mom made He conditioned dinner. me to feed him dinners every night. <laughs> yeah, my mom made dinner all the time. My grandma, when I was younger, would make like lunch when I was home for summer or spring break. And then my mom would come home and make dinner. As I grew up in high school, my mom still made dinner. Our house was like the house to be at. So like cousins would come over, uncles would come over. We would watch football. So she would make dinner. So that was always a thing. Like we would always come out and eat dinner. There were a few times or not a few. I'm sure there was a lot, lots of times where I would have like dinner in my room because I was going to watch something or I was doing homework or something. But for the most part, we always had like dinner together. 
Austin didn't have preservatives until he met me. <laughs> like, there was no frozen foods. I don't remember what it was, but it just, it didn't sit right with him. And I'm like, oh, you must not be used to, like, frozen preservative foods because he couldn't eat it. It has to Still be can't. pretty fresh for him. Yeah, I can't eat, like, frozen food. It, it, it like, kills my stomach. Has, has it always been that way? Well, I never had frozen know. food until I met Cassie. Okay. Mm. And at first, when I started having (laughs) frozen foods with Cassie, I thought, well, now I think, I thought, you know, maybe just a cheese or whatever. I'm not taking enough lactase pills. But even when I have frozen food that is not dairy, has no dairy in it, it'll still hurt my stomach. So whatever they're using to preserve it is still like messing with my stomach. I think Alice is listening right now live. So... I blame Alice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, like you said, now I transition and now you make me dinner. So I still don't know any different. I will say that he has been cooking a lot, which is so helpful. I don't know. I've, t- I've said this before. I don't know how Alice did cooking and cleaning and ironing and breakfasts at 4.30 in the morning. Like, I'm sorry. It's a, life, it's a lifestyle. That. I don't know. You're going to, well, and went to work. Like, I get it if you were a stay at home mom. Okay, fine. But, and I got to go work 40 hours? I absolutely not. When you were in college, Austin, you used to cook a lot too. I remember you used to be really into like shrimp boils and just cooking a lot of stuff. And that kind of scaled back, I guess. Yeah, because I did it. I felt like I did that just for fun. Like, we would make a meal that I wanted to make, but it was. For me, it was like an event. Like, we were making this meal. I was buying 10, 12 ingredients to make this meal. So, it was more of an event. While now, like Cassie said, I'm cooking more. I'm just cooking whatever's in the, you know, whatever we have in the fridge, like, is what I'm making. I'm not going out to buy all the ingredients for a shrimp boil or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I enjoy the cooking here now. I don't like doing dishes. You have a dishwasher? Yeah. Her name's Cassie. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> he does do all the laundry, so that helps. Yeah, no, dishwashers are great, dude. I've, I didn't have one growing up, but when I moved out, that apartment I had had one. And, like, you know, I, I never wanted to go back. And then when I met Jess, she didn't, didn't have one in her house. And then we bought this house, and it came with a dishwasher, and she, like, didn't want to use it. But now with the baby and the craziness and everything... It's like the greatest thing ever, and she doesn't mind using it. She loves it, actually. I was the same way. I hand-washed my di- my dishes when I moved in, and then it was taking me so long. I was like, I have so much homework. That's it. Just put them in the dishwasher. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I've never seen anything wrong with it. No, I love it. It's great. But I'm always <laughs> astonished. I see Cassie doing dishes or putting away dishes, and I'm always just astonished like how quickly she has to do that again. It's like we don't have enough utensils oh or gosh. plates or or pots and pans to cook. Like there's it always, it's and it, it blows my mind that I don't understand. There's just two of us, and it used <laughs> to blow my mind too with the laundry. But I've done it enough times now that I'm like, okay, this is what a normal laundry weekend is for me. But with a dishwasher and the washing the dishes, since I don't do it, it still blows my mind. Where we'd be ready to eat, it's like, oh, we don't have any forks. I'm like, how do we not have any forks? There's just two of us. <laughs> I think we ate out like four times this week. So how did we use fork? Like, how do we not have any forks? I don't understand. I'm a total supporter of plastic, plasticware, plates, paper plates, 
paper cup, plastic cups. But Jess hates them. But I bought a like a twenty pack of cups the other day, and like our sink was clean because I use a lot of cups, like when I drink milk and soda and tea and stuff like that. And there's always cups, cups, cups. Like fills up. You're killing the earth. <laughs> I get that. All I'm saying is it's easier. You should just do what I do. I I don't we don't buy plastic cups, but we I, I use like a glass or whatever, and I just use the same glass for the for everything for a whole week, and then I wash the it. The worst. Oh, the worst. I have to just throw it in the sink. He's like, "Where's my cup?" I was like, "It's dirty." <laughs> no, is it? It's still good. We have other cups you could put water in. I have to take him away because he'll just instead of it, that was ridiculous. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I use one glass for water, and I use another glass for tea, and that's it. Those are my glasses that I use as much as long as I can until Cassie pulls them away from me. Like a child. <laughs> Starts hiding them. <laughs> and you could tell he's been using them a while because we have clear glasses, and they have these little smudge fingerprints. It's all murky. You can't even see through the glass anymore. <laughs> that's funny. Um, one year anniversary on, on the pandemic. So when was that? So some people went went home way earlier than than we did, I think. I remember going home the third week of March. People are saying they went home like either this week or the second week of March. I'm pretty sure it wasn't until the end, almost the end of the month for me. But still, coming up on a year, being from quarantined, from working from home. I think one of the things that Austin and I talked about today was like it set the tone for people not wanting to have to go back to work every day yeah that's definitely going to be a thing yeah it made companies think on the fly and coordinate logistically how can we get our employees to work from home you know buying equipment and you know whatever that entails and i saw today too i'm sure you guys saw it as well the cdc said that we can start having gatherings maskless if you've been vaccined with two doses so that was like i I feel like everything that CDC has been saying has been negative. And what Jess told me that I was like, oh, that's actually a good news. Not that, you know, everybody hasn't already been doing that. <laughs> True. <laughs> but oh my gosh, now you have the approval. Yeah, I just coming up on a year, I I can't tell you what has happened the last 12 months, to be honest. Because I feel like I obviously we've just been sitting inside and working and the holidays passed by so quickly we didn't do anything for Thanksgiving. We didn't see a lot of people for Christmas. And then that was it. Back to work. So I just, I don't know. I feel like when you when I think back on it, I'm like, you don't think about 2020 because nothing happened in 2020, right? Like, so the last time we took a trip or the last time, you know, we went out to a certain restaurant or traveled or saw a movie like I see things pop up on my timeline or Facebook or Google that's like a year ago you did this and it was right before the pandemic, like when we had dinner for our anniversary or drinks at the movie theater. Yeah, I saw a video or a picture come up of Juliet and I was thinking back, she was like seven months old this time last year. And then I started thinking back, oh, this was also the time when we were all gathering and not just hearing about COVID, like, you know, it was across the it was across the sea. Then it was like on the coastline somewhere. And then it was here in our town. So like it's crazy how like it traveled. And it's probably here long before March, from what I'm understanding now, or what I'm hearing. 
Yeah. Like a lot of people were probably sick, thought they had the flu and whatever, and it was already here. But yeah, it's it's crazy to think back where we were a year ago to now. I guess, it, like I said, it's good news that we can now gather now that the vaccine's here. That, and that's awesome that it took a year for a vaccine. Because I remember the very first time they were talking about it, it said it could take years to make a vaccine, right? With all the trials and stuff. And here we are with three different companies, you know, producing it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cr- it's crazy living through this through this time. I will say everything that Cassie mentioned, we did still do in 2020. We did? We went on a trip to the Smoky Mountains, so we did travel. We did go to the theater. We went to go see Tenet. Because you were going to go either way. And then I forgot the third thing you said, but we did everything you said in 2020. <laughs> Just saying. I guess. No, we did not. I We didn't lock ourselves in the house, obviously. We did some stuff. I was going to ask, what what if there was no pandemic holding you back, what would you have done? The plan was to always go to Greece. Go to Greece, see more movies and theaters. Oh, yeah. That, that's the only thing that comes to mind. Well, so last week, I got a reminder on my Google Photos that it had been a year since we were at the Wild Eagle Brewery here in Fort Worth. We went for bingo night, and that's the night me and Cassie cleared out and won, like, every single <laughs> bingo game. So, probably would have been going to more breweries and tap rooms around DFW. That's right. You were doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot. Definitely seeing family. Like, how many how many times have we seen our family in the past year? Right. Yeah. We didn't travel down to San Antonio at all, pretty much, in 2020. Most of my brothers and sisters, I only saw them once. I haven't seen my grandparents in a while because the Christmas before my grandma was in the hospital and then this year was, or last year was the pandemic. So it's been a while since I've seen them in person. I think I've seen my mom in person twice. We've seen your parents probably maybe three times. Sure. I don't know. I think... This will obviously definitely change how I live my life. Like, I see myself always having a hand sanitizer in the car, having it at work, having it at home, using it every time I'm in and out of the car, actively not touching my face as much anymore. I think that's going to stay with me as long as it can. I'm sure eventually it's going to go back to being normal. But I think for the immediate couple of years, those things are going to remain the same for me. Yeah, I was going to ask, uh, where do y'all see, I guess, Texas or Fort Worth and San Antonio a year from today or a year from now? Or, I mean, any any guess? Probably more back to normal than, than anything. I mean, again, Texas, the governor... Making up for lost time. <laughs> took away the, you know, wearing the mask mandate. So I think hopefully we'll get enough people vaccinated so that it doesn't swing back the other way and that a year from now it'll be closer to normal with just certain people like me and and others doing some things the way they used to during the pandemic yeah the president said that uh by may there should be a vaccine for every american like produced already now whether or not they take it because i know some people who are not going to take it whether or not they take it's a different story but by may which is available Right. It's in 60 days or whatever, 90 days from now when it's May, 
they've produced enough for every American, which is pretty cool. Yeah. They just got to hope the other countries have 100% as well produced because then everyone's going to be traveling if they go to a country that doesn't have <laughs> herd immunity. You know, it's... it's. I did hear one person say today that they weren't initially going to get the vaccine, but they decided to go ahead and get it because they wouldn't be able to travel outside the country if other countries don't let them in. Right. So I'm sure that'll be some type of requirement in order to travel to another country. Yeah, you may get more people doing it because of that. Uh, Some employers in the private sector may require it. So you could get acceptance that way as well. So, I mean, I think hopefully in a year from now we'll be more back to normal but it is interesting how, you know, one virus kind of shut down the world so fast. I told Jess the other day that it was probably, I mean, I could see it being intentional. And I can also see it as Mother Nature, like, resetting everything. Like, you know, as sad as it, as sad as it is. But she agreed. Like, she was like, yeah, probably. Like, so when's the next one going to happen? Hopefully not in our lifetime. Oh, no, it definitely will. You think so? Yeah. I mean, the whole, one of the main reasons that these viruses are occurring and having like such devastation is because of like deforestation and humans moving into places that were historically not touched by humans, right? So when you knock down the forest and force the animals like the bats and the mice that are there, you know, the different insects... Uh-huh. And they have to go and hide somewhere else that makes them uh, become closer to humans. You're just going to get that cross contamination. So I think as we continue to expand and take over different parts, you're going to get that. I mean, I saw a study, not a study, but just like a history lesson of, you know, how like if you get bit by a tick, you could get that Lyme disease. So that was like originally just found in like the forests of like Appalachia, right? West Virginia up there and it was in the forest where people weren't not not that they weren't going they probably went hiking there but no one lived there and as people slowly started to spread and knock down the forest and put up suburbs and all that stuff the animals that would kill like these mice that would transmit the tick and all this stuff they started dying and going away and so now you have more mice you have more ticks and now their forest is gone so now they're living in the houses they're living in the city they're living in the suburbs and so, of course, it's spreading easier. So I think we humans are just going to keep doing that. So it's just going to keep proliferating that way. The hope is that we get better and quicker with these vaccines so it doesn't take a year. But I'm sure we're going to experience another pandemic in our lifetimes. Hopefully next time around we can act faster and maybe eradicate it like they did smallpox back in the day. But I don't know if that's possible just with so much travel, like, it's a global society now. Like, it's it's probably just too difficult to do that. Imagine now that we have more and more space charters going up too. Who know, who knows what's on Mars and shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be insane. Yeah, I mean, or but, even like stuff. Yeah, coming in from space, like comet coming by or something. I mean, there's so much. We and then we're still exploring like underwater. Like we could release some gas or some some kind of you know parasite that's in the water that's been underneath there in the caves like there's so much we haven't explored and we want to explore because it's you know it's in our nature but 
it's also should be remembered like to try to leave some things alone to maintain this balance. You just made it real scary for me now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it could knock you out. Again, this was what this was like an R not of like two, right? Was that what it was for COVID? I didn't hear that. I don't, I didn't hear what what it was. Ever. Like in the movie Contagion, like that was an R not of like six. So like, just imagine a more lethal. Imagine if COVID nineteen was more lethal and spread faster. You know, it could have taken longer than a year to get this vaccine more than 500,000 Americans could have died. Like it's hard because our society is built on being with each other and going to these events and, you know, all this stuff, but you know, here's hoping (laughs) no more whammies. No more whammies. All right. On a lighter note. So what's this, uh, uh, moving on here, dog grooming. What do you, what do you guys have to say about that? Click the top link, the Yahoo pet owner one okay you see the dog on top yeah and now scroll down to the the tweet <laughs> oh no why would they do so that for that poor puppy? all the audio listeners we have like this what is that a shih tzu yeah or a lhasa apsa i don't know very furry beautiful hair beautiful stash uh little bow tie on top with a little bun and they took their dog to the groomer to get a haircut and the dog comes out looking like <laughs> how would you describe that dog he sh- they Seppi. shaved it to the skin the skin's not exposed but they shaved it all the way down and just kept the and, head and hair just left a little ponytail <laughs> for any star wars fans this dog looks like salacious crumb now just imagine the salacious crumb as a dog. In the before picture, it has like small little eyes. And in the after picture, they just like exposed how big and bulgy these Buggy. eyes are. <laughs> and then they it looks like the dog has bags under their eyes because it's a different color than the regular skin. So you got like dark brown around the eyes. And then the dog's white. That's great. It just makes it look so much worse. So this was PetSmart messing up or is this what the owner had asked no i think this is clearly pet smart messing up <laughs> no when i when i saw this i thought about your dog yeah i was gonna say this happened to charger uh so charger was a how pomeranian it was it was a I'll, I'll explain how it happened to me and maybe maybe this is how it happened in this scenario but charger was a pomeranian real fluffy uh and small we took him one time for his first haircut and this was, it was long overdue. He was real nappy at this point. And, you know, he didn't look like a Pomeranian anymore. He just looked real, like, just nappy and mangy. We go to PetSmart or Petco, one of the two. I think it was PetSmart. And we tell him, like, look, we want him to still look like a Pomeranian, but we need to get all this, this stuff off. And so they ask us, okay, so what is, uh, what number are you thinking? What type of shears you want to do? And I, I, again, I remember telling the lady, like, just make him look like a Pomeranian. And they're like, okay. And so we come back. They and didn't pick- take out they didn't they didn't take out the little chart. They have a Yo, chart yeah, that yeah, shows yeah. the different kinds. They did, and I remember we we looked, we f- I guess we felt it, right? You can touch through it, I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. And we did all mm-hmm. that. And we They're like, how short do you want to go? We and did little it. boxes of different types, yeah. We went through with it. We told him which one. Three hours later, whatever, we pick him up and he shaved to like 
the way the way Giuseppe what number shaved. Did you t- I don't what remember. Did you tell him? I don't remember, but I remember my face was just like in shock. Like <laughs> I didn't believe that was my dog. And I remember Charger being sad about it. like he would like just mope around all day because he knew he didn't look like he's supposed to. And then Aww. what it turned what it turned into is we told her just to use scissors, like don't use the shears anymore. So he he always got a scissor cut from that point forward. They so when we take our dog, we we only take him to the groomers. I don't know, but three four times a year. So we'll let him grow it out, and then we'll cut him really short, and. You know, we're not the type of people who are like, what did you do to my dog? He doesn't look like a show dog or whatever it's supposed to be. And when we go in, sometimes they're like, are you sure? Like, you, are you sure? Sure. Like, they are like, it's it's really short. You know, to where they, they must have been yelled at a few times because they were just like very hesitant to cut. I mean, the, the hair is over his face, right? So he like has bangs at this point. And to cut him down to a nine or a ten, <laughs> you know, they're just like it, it's gonna be really short. And then we show him a picture, like, yes, we understand you're gonna go this short. And they are very hesitant because they don't want that to happen. So I'm just surprised that they they would do that, especially a Pomeranian. Like everybody knows what one of those looks like. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading this the uh, the article right that you shared, and it says. Uh, According to his follow-up post, the dog apparently belonged to his sister, who said the dog was depressed over the new dude. Yeah, that's another reason why it made me think of your dog. <laughs> I've seen it. I remember him specifically on the couch, staring out the window, just pouting. Like, he just, he knew he did not look good. <laughs> that's the saddest thing I ever heard. He was all right, though. He was all right. Giuseppe doesn't get like that. He's just, like, real excited. <laughs> I always feel like after his haircut, he wants to be in your face so you know mm-hmm. it's him. Like, it's like me, hey, it's, it's still me. me. It's still me. <laughs> Don't forget about me. But yeah, I appreciate everybody listening. Thanks for hanging out. Um, and make sure you check us out again on our social media. You can find us at Third Life Podcast. That's at 3RD Life Podcast. Search for us here on Podbean, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And like John said at the beginning, we will let you know when we decide to go live so you can come in and join us in a live conversation yeah we'll try to get more structure too but this was i don't think this was a bad first time jumping in we could talk about it off air <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah especially once i get my new mic oh, oh somebody yeah. said bye to us bye oh yeah that's bye a lot of letters <laughs> that's a lot of letters since uh, 92 <laughs> appreciate it we'll talk to y'all soon make sure to check us out again we, we have a lot of old episodes out through your preferred podcast uh provider But anyway, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for hanging out. Bye. Later.